Hello, hello, hello. Long time no see. This is the 31st episode of the Mental Threads podcast. I'm here with my old roommate. His name is Joel. I know sometimes he goes by Joel Spoonie. Uh, hey, what's good? I'm Joel. <laughs> yeah, me and Joel used to be uh, roommates and everything. We started at uh, George Street, although there was like a part of times where I kind of like, you know, boofed off to like record my project. So it's like, you know, it was whatever. That You're pretty much in George Street by yourself by then, right? Like yeah, when I had to yeah, yeah, pretty much at that point. Cause we first had like two other roommates, and then they just went somewhere else, like just disappeared. And, uh, I'm low key kind of. I'm low key. I don't want to say vexed or whatever, but it's just like now thinking back, like you literally had a chance to actually put your like put all two of the beds together yeah. and everything in the separate room and whatnot. And it's just like, you know, I never even got to even got to put the beds together myself. I, f- I feel like that was kind of cool how you did that. And then, like, what, whatever left of the two tables, he kind of made it to a little itty-bitty table. I thought that was pretty cool, too, and everything. So it's like, in the meantime, while I was gone for, like, two months, what exactly you do, like, in that time, you know? Uh, let me see. I really didn't do much around that time. I know uh, that's actually when I, like, first started hanging out, like, with my friend group. Mm-hmm. And like at that time, I slept in like the room that was our room, but we ended up turning the other room into like the hangout room, and we pretty much just used that as a hangout area to get together. That's cool, and pretty much like the room door was just left unlocked and whatnot. You just walked in one day, bro. That was so cool. And you still stay in George Street, right? Uh, yeah, I'm still in George Street in the next room over. Cause last it was three ten last year. Now I'm in three nine three oh nine. Dang, so same floor, basically, and everything. Would you say, like, since you stayed in, like, George Street, everything kind of been, uh, I don't want to say impactful, but you still pretty much do a whole lot of stuff. It's pretty much just you, Ahmad, and uh, Coco, and uh, who's the other person? Uh, Solomon. Solomon, mostly? Yeah, uh, like, yes, yeah, pretty much most of the same group, just same as usual, really. Except, like, uh, I know one of our friends, Bobby, he ended up, like, he stays in a different dorm this year. So he doesn't hang around as much, but we are, we pretty much the same cast. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all still be doing movie nights and stuff like that? Uh, not really. Other than like when What If we came out, we'll all watch that together. Like we don't. Uh, and we watch Squid Game together. So we don't really, or we haven't really done a movie night as of yet. Oh, okay. Y'all need to let me know, man. I'm trying. To- uh, hit me up for sure, man. Because I still couldn't even get into Squid Games. I know it's on Netflix, but I just never have the time to watch it and everything. Because like, I feel like everybody's on it and everything. And I want to get on it, but and then it's just like, you know, like what? It's just like, like they. I feel like they kind of spoil it. So it's like, is it basically like they're just playing like a game or whatever? And then it's just like they don't play the game like red light, green light. They just die. Because, uh, I mean, like I when I watched it, I watched it before all the hype got to it. So, like, when I watched it. I never heard a single thing about it, like, outside of the show. I think my roommate, they had just started it, and I, like, they weren't far. I think they were, like, already, like, I came in a room. They were already, like, halfway into the first episode, and I ended up, like, just sitting and watching it with them. And then it still wasn't even, like, oh, it was, like, a couple days after I had finished it to where, like, that's all you would see on social media was Squid Game. But, yeah, it's, like, basically... A bunch of people who are in depth, they all play in this game. Like, it's a series of games for, like, you know, a bunch of money. Like, just a large amount of money. Oh, that sounds interesting. Sometimes I'll probably see if I can find time to watch it for sure and everything. Yo. 
But on to like the main subject at hand, because I know you're very deep with the whole music thing for sure. I know you pretty much major in music, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm a music education major. So you pretty much plan to teach in music basically one day? Uh, yeah, pretty much. So basically like Joe from uh, that one Disney movie, like Joe Gardner from Soul? Kind of, but not like he wastes his life and being like a saxophone person, you just like teaching? Uh, yeah, I never really watched Soul. I never got around to watching it. Really? Don't you got Disney Plus? You ain't got Disney Plus? I mean, I do. But, like, I think I had started it one time, but, like, I just didn't finish it. So, like, I just haven't been, like, in the mood to start it again. I watched it as soon as it came out last December. That was a brick ago now that I think about it. But it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like it came out at the right time. I feel like, of all people, I feel like you would be able to watch it. I know you watch watching Squid Game. You must have definitely watched Soul. Although it's, like, the sad thing, though. It's just, like, you know, like, the... Like, the characters, I don't know what's up with black characters in these Disney movies. They can't really stay being, like, human throughout the movies. Like, Princess and the Frog, she was a frog most of the time. And then the soul, he was either a soul or he was a cat throughout the most of the movies. So it's just, like, I mean, it is what it is and whatnot. Uh, but on to the main, main subject, because we're going to talk more about the whole, like, why you pick, like, your major and everything later on. But it's, like, you know, favorite artists. Like, I know that's one artist that we both can agree with. It's, like, J. Cole and everything. You know, J. Cole is, like, one of the best for sure for sure for sure and it sucks because like I, you can actually kind of feel that he's kind of reaching like the end of his career in a sense but you still feel like he's going to be present for the next couple of years for sure like I feel like after the fall off drops I feel like you know like where can he go after the fall off I feel like he's pretty much done everything he needed to do basically especially with the features like he's already kind of proven himself and everything and I feel like he gave like little baby that that brush off and everything and I feel like little baby is kind of positioned to be that next best thing in a thing where it's not like he won't be the top best best thing but he's gonna be the thing that most people are gonna flock to whenever they want to listen to music and i feel like you know it's just i just feel like it's, it's pretty good like you know little baby for sure like i'm slowly becoming a fan like when i hear everything like little baby whatever i just assume like okay whatever like he's just another industry rapper but then when you actually hear him flow it's like bro so it's like you know what's your take on j cole and everything where he at at his career at this point and just what really uh had what about his art kind of drew you into j cole as a whole uh let me see i became a heavy j cole fan sometime in high school well around when he came my favorite rapper because i remember yeah i got heavy into him because i remember that was like before it was sometime after forest hills drive but so it was like freshman year I got heavy into it, listened to like a lot of his old stuff. Then I remember uh, For Your Eyes Only coming out, KOD coming out. Like, cause my friends were all J. Cole fans too. And like, I remember like just getting on the bus that next morning after something dropped, we would just talk about it the whole bus ride. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, I feel like even for my same thing, for my case too, I feel like it started with high school also and everything, although he was pretty much making music throughout when I was in middle school too, but I didn't really notice. Until like, um, I know until you pretty much dropped, uh, what was it, it wasn't, um, it was Born Center when he had like the TLC song, I'm away, I'm away, I'm away, what was that, what was that yeah. song? What was Crooked the name of it? Yeah, Crooked Smile, yeah, Crooked Smile was the song um, that was on the radio a whole lot, you know, and it was just like, but, you know, even before that, like in middle school, I pretty much saw or the song like Workout, for me it worked out for me. 
And uh, that one song he did with uh, Miguel, I think, uh, what was it? Yeah, can't get no enough. Way. Yeah, yeah. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. So it sounded a little bit more mainstream, like that's how. So I didn't think it was gonna be that best, best rapper at that time, um, because I feel like he was just kind of breaking in. I thought he was just like another rapper. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I feel like that's just kind of cool. I feel like the H artist has their own stages and everything. I feel like within our generation, you start out being just oh another rapper until you start doing things that kind of set you apart and whatnot. Until like he dropped like 2014 Forest Hills Drive, man, and everybody was on it. And then it was just after that, I got more deeper into J. Cole. I started listening to like his mixtapes and everything like that, like on Dat Piff. I don't know if you remember Dat Piff. Do you remember Dat Piff? Yeah, I would like download a lot of his stuff off Dat Piff. That's also where I also got to listen to all sorts of songs from Flatbush Zombies and also things like. Um, What's another song? Um, uh, what's another group I would listen to a lot? Like Pro Era and everything. Like that, that piff and uh, even stuff from like Tyler the Creator and um, Odd Future and everything. There was like some songs that a lot of people didn't hear of that were like in that piff. I feel like that really dwelled me into like other specific parts of music and everything. And I thought that was mad cool and stuff of that nature. Um, so it's like back with J. Cole what does J. Cole mean like as an artist to you and everything like what is his like what is his art form how does it speak to you really personally uh I mean his biggest thing is just like just always or let me see or my favorite thing about him is just like staying true to yourself like finding yourself and then staying true to yourself like he's one of those people you watch his development like you look at uh he's one like you look at like each album has like a certain stage like he has eras like you see uh what's the first one cold world sideline story like you can you you can feel the energy like that whole tape is just like oh this is a young guy like he's trying to be like oh i'm a rapper like he's trying to show that then born center comes around that's like the fame getting to him like he's like adjusting to that famous rapper lifestyle and then forest hills drive is like that breakaway from just like the fame, the fortune, and just getting back to the basics. And then you go after that to For Your Eyes Only, and that's just a deeper dive just back into like, back into home life, back into like the roots basically. Uh, then you got KOD, that's like a, just another branch off of just being more experimental and trying harder to leave a message. And then leaving back off with the off season, which like, that's why I'm, it's something I'm glad like he started with KOD. It's just like, it's never too late to experiment. Cause like even with Kendrick and what he's been doing on like Keem's out, like what he did on Keem's album, like it's never too late to experiment. Cause a lot of artists, they come and say, only the guy do this one thing, then I'm set. But like, or they get to a point where like, uh, they, they've been doing this one thing their whole career then like they they just don't want to do anything else so like he's just been experimenting more he's been doing a lot of different stuff and like that's something i respect too yeah. no i i feel like you hit on everything to be honest and it's just like yeah man for sure especially like i hate how people sleep on for your eyes only and they hate on stuff like kod sometimes i feel like i don't know i feel like i appreciate it a whole lot more than everything because even for for your eyes it was just 10 track um album and everything. I know people were expecting probably like 16 track or something like that. But I feel like it was enough for what it needed at the time and everything. You know, like, it's crazy that we can pretty much map each J. Cole album to where you're at um, at a point in life. And I feel like, um, even with off-season now and everything, you know, I'm going to be going through a transitional period where it's like, okay, I'm a senior in college. I'm on my way out. 
and everything. But at the same time, I'm trying to make the most of like what I got out of this semester as I can, and then still trying to like get back to status as best as I can too. So it's just like you know, off season like as a project from uh, J Cole, I see it. It's just like you know, yeah, he's getting older and everything. You know, it's maturing and everything. He's in mid thirties. He just pretty much started a family and everything. You know, it's just like. It's just one of those things where it's just like at the same time he's still cold, but at the same time like the eminence of him of his time basically in the rap stuff is pretty much you know it's pretty much setting up the stage for that you know and it's just like you know that's why I'm really really trying to work hard so I can be able to be able to pay um, the payments needed to, to go to the J the Dreamville Fest. It sucks that you're not going, man. I really hope you can go for real. Like you would love it. I went yeah. to the I went to the first one. I'm just hoping it doesn't rain. That's why I don't want to jinx it for sure because I know it's gonna be a two day event and everything. But it was a damn good event. My only regret from the last event is I should have charged my phone a little bit more because they ain't got my own phone charger thing instead of having to rent out one the charger thing because that, that stuff overheats your phone. Um, hopefully by then, hopefully I can get an iPhone so I can keep the quality a lot better, you know, and everything when I take videos. Of being there because it's just you know it's just it's just a good time you know like sometimes you might see people from like your past and everything because like y'all like all music and everything you're gonna end up being there and when I know I'm going with my brother and uh, his girlfriend and me so it's just like oh so I guess it's us three again um, so it's like my next payment is like November fifteenth and then I got another payment in uh, I think in January or December and then my last payment is gonna be February fifteenth which will be it's actually my birthday which is crazy my twenty fourth birthday. And everything, so it's just like uh, probably need to be able to see if I can find some change to probably like set up like a like a hotel space too. You know, that'd be pretty cool. And everything, it's just it's just a lot of stuff, you know. And it's just like you know, um, the last I think last time like I went there, it's like it's the cool thing about Dreamville Fest is like if you haven't gone to a whole lot of concerts in your life, it's a good time to actually go to like that, so you can be able to see all sorts of concerts. All at once, like I saw Big Sean for the first time, Boss for the first time, JID and person, Tiana Taylor was out there, uh, Nelly and everything. Um, obviously, J. Cole and everything. Best part of J. Cole's performance is when he did the whole freestyle. Uh, what was that freestyle that was on Friday Night Lights? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's just like, I'm trying to think, what was the name of that song? Um, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm going to see if I can look it up real quick. Um, Probably going to even find, you know, forget it, it's fine, because I don't want to knock off the recording and everything, but it was like a freestyle he did and everything, a grown Simba, I think it was a grown Simba, I think, I think he performed grown Simba, but he also did like another type of freestyle that I remember like word for word, I'm trying to figure out what the name of it was, um, if you can look up Friday Night Lights, it'll be alright, you can look it up Friday Night Lights, I can probably see the track listing, I think maybe it'll be able to. He's looking up uh, Friday Night Lights, just letting y'all know anyone who's listening right now. Mm. Okay, I think, um, yeah, back to the topic. Yeah, that was, yeah. When he, back to the topic, once he freestyled back to the topic, bro, I was like, bro, and he still remember it word for word, too. That's the, and the thing is, I kind of knew it word for word, too, in the crowd, so it's just like, I was feeling, I was feeling some type of way. It was crazy when I was in that crowd, because was, I think there was one kid that got heat stroke, and they had to, like, you know, pick him up and, like, crowd surf him away <laughs> into, like, the paramedics or something. 
But it was like, man, it's just like, wow. I don't know why, but during that time, I felt like, I felt like a younger, younger kid. Although I was like, I think I was 21, I think, when I was out there and everything. So it's just, yeah, it's just stuff like that, man. Um, bro, that whole Dreamville Fest, man. I really hope I can save some money uh, next time I pull up, man, because, like, I want to be able to get more merchandise and everything. I'm trying to see if I can save up money every year to go, for sure. Because it's just, like, you know, it's just one of those, one of those festivals where it's just, it's just, it's just something that um, I feel like some, like, if you're a true J. Cole friend and everything, you need to, like, experience, for sure. Um, another thing, you know, how, what concerts have you gone to in your lifetime? Uh, I've never been to any. No concerts? Not one? Really? You need to go to a concert, man. It's yeah, a really I good. I want to go to one. I uh, just got to get the chance. I haven't really had a chance to go to one, but I definitely want to. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, are you thinking about getting a summer internship this year, or are you just going to be working at home or whatever? Uh, I don't know yet. I might end up. It uh, depends. Really. I haven't really decided. Oh, so I forgot I was supposed to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't really decided what I'm going to do for the summer just yet. But uh, I don't know. You don't know. I guess it was like for me too. Like I, I was working with um, I forgot what were those niggas called. Um, I was working for. I was working at the concerts and everything. So I got to see Russ in concert too, and Logic, and who else did I see? Um, it was it was some other people for sure, man. But it was just like, yeah, I wish I would have stayed throughout the whole summer. I would have liked to see Method Man and Red Man too. But it's like, um, but yeah, when I saw Russ in concert, that was like a huge like. That was like a huge uh, culture shock for me because I didn't even realize how big Russ was until I actually went to his concert. Because let me tell you, I went to Beast Coast one time and everything, you know, uh, Joey Badass and uh, Flatbush Zombies and The Underachievers. And I thought there'd be a whole lot of people there, but it was kind of raining that day because it was like, it wasn't even a whole lot of people that went. Bro, when I tell you, bro, Russ, when Russ was at that same place at the Charlotte Metro Credit Union uh, concert or venue, Bro, when I tell you, it was packed. Packed. Like, there was just, like, there was barely any... I don't think there was any empty seat when Russ pulled up in Charlotte, mm -hmm. which is crazy. So, it's, like, it really it really kind of puts in perspective for even me. I'm an aspiring independent artist myself. That it's, like, yo, like, you know, this whole label stuff and everything... Let's go. Not much. Hold up. Sorry, the pause out for a minute. But yeah, man, it's just like, you know, being independent. I feel like being independent is really where it's at for sure because Russ had to drop like up to 10 whole projects and it didn't get a whole lot of traction, but still made it regardless. And I feel like building a solid fan base works better than just like just being famous and everything. Because I thought Joey Badass and Pro Year and everything was way more like famous than like Russ until I went to a Russ concert and then everybody was there. So it's just like from all types of, you know, colors and everything. Like it'd be white, black, African, you know, all that. All, everybody was at a Russ concert, so, so I thought that was mad, mad cool. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, and I understand. Like you have a interest in Lil Baby too, and like what his work is. Yeah, I, I, I've been a fan of Lil Baby since like uh, it's been a good while. I've been a fan of him, like uh, probably since early Innsbruck, because I know I was in high school. I wasn't. I was like junior year probably. That was like good two, three years ago. And where do you think his career might project to in the next uh, couple of years? Cause I know it took him like five years from prison and everything. Not five years in prison, but like he started out in prison, and then five years later, like he's like one of the most 
I don't want to say decorated, but I would say like one of the most celebrated artists uh, coming up right now and everything. Um, what would you say? What do you think? What do you think his niche is actually? Like, what, what do you think Lil Baby's biggest strength is as an artist? And also, like, where do you see him uh, in the next couple of years? Uh, definitely consistency, but, like, just his ability to perform at just a consistent level, no matter, like, who he's on a song with or, like, what what song it is. Because, uh, like, his, he actually has really, his lyrical ability is pretty underrated. He has a really good flow. Oh, my bad. He has a really good flow. But like he's really consistent on every song. So like if you see his name on a song, you can kind of have like you can kind of set expectations before you hear it, and it will probably like uphold them. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, no, for real. That's definitely his strength as an artist, for real, man. Like, I really hold up. I really like. I really like his like his flow for sure and everything. Cause I know like some people like probably probably like attribute that his flow to more uh, so much like most flows in the new generation and everything. What I really like about his style is that how it kind of like meshes between melodic and everything. Like uh, I feel like there's a little bit of like some reggae in there too in a sense. Just like not like in like reggae in the sense like traditional reggae, but just how like how the patterns is just more like it's more melodical and also with like rapping too and everything like new generation wise. Like he meshes up like rhythmic with melodic and like the hood parts of like style and everything. So it does it doesn't sound like just any like new rapper and everything. So it's just like, you know, it's just like that. So this is for sure. Um, do you think like Roddy Rich is kind of like, they're in like right, neck and neck in a sense? Or do you feel like Roddy Rich is like in a different lane? I mean, I feel like, uh, cause last year, yeah, was it last year? I think both of them were like pretty much neck and neck last year. But like uh, Lil Baby has been more out there, like in the public eye, like just being active on a lot of songs. He has like he has done a lot of feature work, but I believe Roddy Rich has a project coming out soon. So uh, I believe that should that might project him back up to neck and neck, forward or just catch him up closer because uh, they both did release some really good objects uh, projects. Because remember for like the awards show, because it was Lil Baby had the big or what was it My Turn, and Roddy Rich had uh, it was Please Excuse Me for being antisocial. And both of those, like, either one could have won, and I wouldn't have been mad about it because both of those are like pretty solid, uh, pretty solid projects. And I'm having high expectations for this Roddy Rich one because he he himself has proclaimed he has a no skip policy for this one. So I'm I'm expecting every song to be like some of his best work. And the thing and the thing about Roddy Rich's last project, that thing dropped. I think my junior, to, my sophomore to junior year, I think. Um, because I'm a transfer student, so I could be each year just a tra- like pretty much intermediary. Um, it's mostly the song I'm mostly like familiar with. It's just like the whole the box song and everything. Like cause it was like it was played all in different memes and stuff like that. You know, so I never really had the chance to really like listen to each song. You know, like I really need to find some time for sure. Um, what was Lady, Little Baby's last project called again? Uh, my turn. That's what you called it? My turn? I need to probably just listen to them back, back really, just to uh, compare and contrast for sure. Um, do you feel like, hmm, I don't know. That's the thing. Because you know what's weird? Like, hmm. Because when was the last time Kendrick Lamar uh, dropped uh, Damn? That was 2018, I believe. 
2018 was when you dropped out? I feel like it was further above that. I think it was like 2017 or something like that. Oh, yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, it was 2017 he dropped, damn. Oh, man. And, like, since then, it's like it's 2021. So it's like that's, that's four years since he dropped a project and everything. Um, the reason why I bring this up, um, because I know for like little baby we talk about consistency and he's always putting himself out there and everything. And Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich has been featured on some songs, right? Like throughout since the last time he dropped this album, or is, is he just gonna be an album rapper? I think. Wait, let me check right now. Uh, I don't think he has been. He hasn't featured on a lot, or he's been featured here and there because he. Uh, let me see. He appeared on DJ Khaled's album. Uh, he was on Polo G's album, but he, I know he did release a couple singles this year. Yeah, he put out a couple singles this year, but he, definitely not as much as Lil Baby has. Lil Baby has had like more or more of an just out there presence this year. Yeah, man, for sure, man. I feel like I'm more like familiar with Lil Baby's presence, like on the track and everything. Roddy Rich is still pretty good and everything. Like, I don't want to shit on Roddy Rich and everything, but I feel like I'm just more familiar with Lil Baby. I feel like a lot of that has to do with him working with artists that I know, like J. Cole or like, um, what was another? He was on that one song with Drake and everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and he bodied all those features every time. Which is like, I wonder if they're going to bring him for Homecoming. I feel like he'd be the appropriate artist to bring uh, for Homecoming. I, mean, I don't think they ever said who won the vote. Because mm-hmm. they did through like the poll for who they want to see the headline or Homecoming. But even if they did a poll for who they wanted to see, you got to really check in what their availability is really going to be around that time, too, that we got to consider. Um, so it's like, if you had to choose, like, because how many artists can we get for Homecoming? Like three or four? Uh, I mean, because I know, because we have, I forgot how many. Yeah, it's probably around three or four. But I know, like, the vote, the poll for, like, the head artists, those are, like, you know, the bigger superstar level people. So, like, that had, like, Lil Baby, Young Thug, Lil Dirk, like, the, all the people who have, like, done numbers throughout this year. Yeah, man, it's like, hmm. I know for sure I'd like to get Lil Baby to come, for sure. And uh, w- YMW Melly is uh, still in jail, though, right? Like, so. Yeah. Okay, so that's not even... <laughs> but it's like, if you had to choose like three people like off the top of your head, who would you want to like come for like homecoming? That's like possible and everything. You know, like, cause I know we can't just be like, oh, I want Jay Z or Beyonce. Uh, but if you like, you had to pick like three artists to come and like perform for homecoming, which one would you pick? What you said? What? If you had to pick three artists to come perform for a homecoming. Which one would you pick? Uh, I would probably go with uh, J Cole, Lil Baby, and Young Thug. Oh, just so yeah. You really think J. Cole would come back, though? Like, I don't know. I feel like he has a lot of shit on his plate to come back for, like, homecoming. I mean, last time he went here, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good uh, experience. I don't know if you heard, like... I mean, yeah, uh, I've heard about it a couple of times, but I don't think he would, like, hold it against the people. Because, I mean, it was, like, years ago, too. So it's not like all those same people would be here. No, for sure, man. People would go crazy for J. Cole. It's like, oh, wow, J. Cole came to our campus and everything. Like, you know... I mean, I don't want to say we don't have a whole lot of good shit going on here at NCCU and everything, but it's just like we're not as mainstream as like say like any like a campus like maybe Howard University or you know, whatever HBCU uh, and whatnot. So it's just like you would think like of course they would probably pass up to like Howard before coming to us, and or maybe Fayetteville State University because like he's obviously from Fayetteville. Uh, which which college did he go to again? Was it St. Mary's? Or St. Joseph? Uh, I don't. He went to college in New York. Oh, but what was what was the college name in New York? Wasn't it? I don't remember the name of it though. 
remember the name. Man, wait, so he had to pay out of state tuition just to go to New York, and he was trying to make music work for him too. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure he graduated too. I think I don't remember. Don't even remember. Uh, man, like I, part of that makes me wish I would have grinded harder than my years in college. Man, I swear, like I had so much financial aid. Man, I should have just. I should have just focused on music and going to the studio, but I had no studio to go to like the first couple of years. I didn't have like a really consistent studio to go to until like my junior. What was it, the summer twenty twenty? I think that's that was like that was when I actually find like a good studio and a producer that was willing to work with me and everything, work with my style and everything. So it's just like yeah, but. At the same token, I feel like I still put in like some work and everything. At least I dropped a whole project. You know, that's more work than most people and stuff. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, man, it's just like if I had to pick three, I know obviously Lil Baby for sure. I would like J. Cole to come. If he wanted to come, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Hmm. I know they got to get somebody that's not well, well known and everything. Some of this just rising up. If you had to pick, uh, I don't think they said Givion Gibby, was one of the options for like one of the supporting ends. I feel like he's going to be chosen. You think Brent Fias would probably make time to come to NCCU? Or? Uh, yeah, I feel like he could. Mm. Yeah, because I know Brent Fias. I know this one girl that really, really messes with Brent Fias. I think I know like Jessica Casmone. Yeah, Jessica. But uh, yeah, man, like for sure, man. I wonder. So you're pretty familiar with Quentin Miller, correct? Uh, Quentin, uh, I've heard a little bit. I haven't listened to him too much. Yeah, sure. He's he's one of my favorite artists because it's like you know, it's like I feel like he's one of the main uh, reflections on my style and everything. You know, if you listen to a Quentin Miller song, you listen to one of my songs. I'm not saying they're gonna be like the exact same, but it's just the way how it's delivered, kind of saying sounds like a little similar and everything. I really wish people had more eyes on Quentin Miller and everything. He has a whole lot of good tracks and stuff, and he pretty much used to ghostwrite for. Drake, I know he did it for, um, for uh, if you're reading this, it's too late and everything, which it's a really good project. I really wish that he was pretty much signed to OVO and everything. Um, and I wish OVO was more like structured and organized to let yeah, other. I, mean, like, I don't know, but I don't think signing to OVO is not really a dream like thing. Oh, no, definitely. It's because of like, you know, like how Drake runs it and how the label runs it all together to be honest he will party next door and uh what was the other one uh um didn't the weekend wasn't the weekend signed to lvo at one point uh he was supposed to be but he ended up like just breaking away from them because uh, it was early in his career career like when he started blowing up he was supposed to be that's why like the ovo xo thing was very like close but he ended up breaking apart because he broke away from him and then there was uh i love I love Mackinnon or whatever it was. He was up there. I think he had left it. Well, that sucks, man. Because it's like, cause Kendrick has TDE, although it's not his label, label, but it's like it's still like a circle, like around him, regardless. And know that he, I know that like after this next project, he's about to drop. That means we're not even gonna get the Black Hippie uh, tape and everything, which sucks. Uh, I hope maybe he changes his mind and maybe we can probably get on it anyway. That'd be pretty cool. But it's like, at the same token, it's like, you know, Kendrick has TDE. J. Cole has Dreamville, which I feel like J. Cole and Dreamville might outclass TDE. That's just my mm -hmm. opinion. Because it's just like, at the same time, it's like, okay, you got Ryze Rashad, you got Schoolboy Q, and you got a freaking, um... Uh, yeah, SZA and, um... um Isaiah Rashad, Schoolboy Q. Yes, there's a J Rock, J Rock, and uh, 
Oh wait, I think it's a schoolwork you said that, and I cannot remember the last guy's name. I know one of them though, uh, the dude with the hair and the glasses. I'm trying. What was his name? I forgot. I don't want to say because he's actually a really good rapper. I don't want to make it seem like you know, like oh yeah, he's like forgettable or nothing like that. But it's just like, um, uh, yeah. But I, I know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You kind of know, like, he got some songs on GTA, too. I haven't heard, I haven't listened to him in a long time, that's the thing. Yeah, because, like, Absol, yeah, we literally, we just forgot about Absol, y'all. <laughs> I feel so bad, bro, because Absol is really good, though, for yeah. real. Like, he's not no slouch, for sure, and everything. I don't know what's different. I feel like Dreamville is just better at just, like, marketing their artists and everything, because, like, you you can see J.I.D. kind of standing by himself, and, like, he's still recognizable. Yeah. And Boss is pretty good, too. Like, I don't see Boss like a sidekick type, you know, but it's like, you know, at the same time, he has his own vibe to himself that is just like, you know, you're pretty familiar yeah. with, with Boz's work and J.I.D.'s work and Ari Lennox and everybody else. Ludi just dropped the project I need to listen to yeah. and everything. You know, it's just, I don't know. I wish Isaiah Rashad would have dropped more music, to be honest, and Schoolboy Q. Like, maybe just, maybe like three more albums. I know Isaiah Rashad, he just dropped something this year. Yeah, he did. It was good. Like, the house is burning. Yeah, it was a damn good project. And it's like, then Ludi dropped the project. I feel like, you feel like Ludi and, I don't want to say obviously not Ludi and like Isaiah Rashad are like neck and neck for sure, because Isaiah Rashad have been doing it for a long time. But I feel, I feel like Ludi is slowly becoming the Isaiah Rashad of Dreamville, in a sense. I know that sounds kind of weird because I say like, oh, another artist is another artist of another yeah. <laughs> company and whatnot. But it's just like, you know, I feel like Schoolboy Q, like J. Cole, this is Kendrick. Obviously, um, the boss is the school, it's the schoolboy Q because you know, schoolboy Q can also do songs with other people, just like boss can I do can do a song with the uh, ASAP Ferg and stuff like that. Um, Ari Lennox, Tessa, would you say that maybe? Because like, they're like first ladies of yeah. there. Um, and then, um, I feel like Ludi is the Isaiah Rashad. And uh, JID, I don't know, JID is kind of in his own lane in a sense because Dreamville has a lot more members. Yeah, that's Kanye, another thing. Then there's Earth Gang. Yeah, Earth Gang especially. Cause. Yeah, Cause. So like, yeah, cause and a bigger. They have a bigger cast of people over there. Yeah, I feel like they market them a little bit better though too. Wouldn't you say? Because mm -hmm. like TD is like, oh, when you think about TD, obviously you think about Kendrick, Schoolboy Q, Isaiah Rashad, Absol. Um, J Rock and Reason, Reason being the new one. Yeah. Um, it's just like, but at the same token, it's just like I, mean, I don't know. I feel like they dominated like in the 2010s. Like it's that's because what, they aren't really marketed as a like they aren't marketed as a group. The label is its own thing that's behind them, mm -hmm. but like that doesn't really, they don't really tie each other to that per se. Because mm -hmm. like Dreamville is a label and it's. It's also like a group as well. Like mm -hmm. when they do the Revenge of the Dreamers tape, when they bring everybody together. Yeah, man. That's why it's so hard to actually say that Top Dog could like compete with Dreamville that well. Cause I know people when they usually, I personally out of like Kendrick and like Cole, I prefer Cole and everything, you know, cause I just feel like his style has more of an influence. And like I love Kendrick too. Also, too, especially in high school, I feel like I was heavy more with, like, Kendrick than I would say Cole sometimes. But I feel like over the years, I kind of just grew a little bit closer to Cole music because it's just, like, you know, I feel like it just had a... There's, like, a sense of authenticity that comes with Cole's music. And also, it's just, like, it's also the sense of just, like, the self-expression, like, that they both have and everything, basically being regular guys, one having gang ties but not necessarily in a gang, and the one being caught in, like, a... 
in the city too and and uh in the city like crazy too like fade like Fadeville and everything and still having his own issues but still trying to make it out as best he can um and talking about social issues too uh you know i feel like it's really cool and it's really important for artists who aren't thugs and gangsters to be like at the top of the game and everything say with j cole and kendrick and drake too and kanye west um i feel like it's very important um but it's like, you know, but it, it, it still comes back, though, that it's like Cole just with Dreamville and everything and them pretty much marketing as a group. I feel like that's very important to really just market like the whole thing as a group, you know, even with Journey Entertainment. That's the label that I'm kind of a part of and everything or associated with and whatnot. I'm about to interview one of the members in it, too, um, Psych Mike. Uh, later on today, it's just it's just stuff of that nature. Hopefully I can get on the next uh um, volume, a collaboration tape for sure. I, I really want to get on the next one. But it's like once you run it as like a collective and everything, people have more interest, you know, because it's it's not just you want to see how people's styles kind of mesh with each other and everything, and pretty much how it just kind of rolls off like that. That's why it's just like with things like Odd Future, Wolf Gang kind of falling apart. It's still kind of sad to me, like really, because it's just like you know, because even Domo Genesis and Haji Beats and Mikey, like they had a bigger collective too, and they were all in acting also with the loiter squad and everything. I feel like they had more potential to really like break out to, it wasn't just like just Earl, Frank Ocean and Tyler, you know what I'm saying? I know you're gonna have your top three and everything, but I really I really wanted to see everybody else do it and do their own things too. Cause they, even Domo Genesis is really, really good and Haji Beats and who was the other person? I think Mike G, I mean, I know Mike G was in there. was uh, Sid. Yeah, Sid, yeah, Sid with the internet, yeah. I feel like, yeah, Sid with the internet is pretty good. It does a whole lot. I feel like they got their own. But I wish it would have been more of a collective, though. You know, that's what I'm saying. This is really sad. I don't I hate when collectives fall apart over time. You know, everybody has a group, and they fall up eventually. Uh, you remember uh, Good Music? They had a good run. That was like Kanye's group. It was Kanye, Big Sean, 2 Chains. I think Travis Scott ended up being part of it. And then they had Designer in it for a little bit, but then I yeah. was like, whatever. Which sucks. So I feel like they could have used Designer a little bit better. He didn't have to have all his own project or whatever, but if you would have put him on more features and everything, you know, to do the chorus or whatever, I would have liked to see that, you know. Like, use his strengths. I was like, don't just put him on the label just to sit there. When you had two chains on, you know, uh, and that's what I really liked about good music, too. It's just like everybody was kind of different, but they all worked together. Like, yeah. didn't he have Common on the, on the label, too, I think? Uh, I think so. I think he also appeared up there for, for a bit. Yeah, man, that's that's really good, man. Like Big Sean and Kanye West. Are they gonna do more music together? Good music. I really hope they do, man. Because I, mean, I don't think good music. Or I mean, they're probably gonna work together, but I think good music isn't a thing anymore. Like, damn, because of Kanye West going like Christian rap or no? But I think good music ended around like just when they stopped all that. Because I remember they did like just don't remember they did like the Good Fridays where they were like drop a song every Friday. That's when like that you only know mercy don't like remix like they would do a drop a song every friday but i think they like stopped it because they don't do it anymore or like they just broke up that was a hell of a throwback man good music for sure i really wish a lot of these groups were still out there i would have really liked to see how where odd future would have been like if it was like more competitive with dreamville and good music was still up to be more competitive and uh and then i wish ovo had had more artists and everything would have been do you think it would have been better if drake would have just signed xx tentacion and then worked with that tentacion 
and put them on the song instead of just trying to take his style and everything. I would have preferred them to just work together, you know, because it's just like I feel like Asus and Tassian would have been like that next blow up thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Cause, I mean, like, because everyone Drake signs to OVO kind of has like the same similar style, so I don't know if it will really work. I feel like Existation, I don't feel like he has a similar style. I feel like it would be good deviation, you know what I'm saying? Because he can't sing. You got to admit, like, you know, he had, like, with the, oh, do you understand that? You know, change, right? You know, like, he had his, he had a little Ill emo type rap type thing, you know. I feel like he would have been a good, um, he would have been something that would have been good to, like, transition, like, a lot of, like, I don't want to say transition, but you know, you got your artists to kind of help, you know, trans. Like Lil Wayne was kind of like early with the Southern type stuff, and then he was kind of dominating, you know, for like some years, and then he transitioned to Drake, and Drake is dominating for the years. I feel like Access Tentacion should have been like that follow up after Drake. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to. I feel like Drake is kind of calming down too himself. You know what I mean? I would have really liked them to actually work together. And then, could you imagine a label with like Drake? Being like the figurehead, and then like Quentin Miller, and then Existentacion, and then The Weeknd, and then freaking um, maybe like you know with Existentacion, you can probably bring in some people from members only. Although that would be kind of like weird bringing members only in because I feel like you know kind of like mesh out or whatever. But it's like, even Two Chains being a Southern lyricist on good music kind of seemed weird because it's mostly Chicago-based rappers anyway, and like Detroit rappers and like Big Sean and everything. But it's like you know you can always find a way to kind of mess those. Things together once you use like the strengths and everything, yeah. you know. Like, even though Two Chains was on good music, he wasn't everything good music. He was just kind of featured sometimes. That's why I feel like XX and Tassian would have worked out with, you know. And I feel like that would have really brought in hella bread for LVO for sure, and it would have made things fresh. That's the thing. That's that's one thing. that's like I feel like that was another missed opportunity, and it sucks. They end up like beefing and everything, and then now X is dead. You know, it's just like, I feel like it could have gone so many different ways had Drake would have just given that shine. Because, like, Drake is always going to be set regardless. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's going to overshine Drake for a while. But if, like, if, say, you would have, like, give that shine to somebody else, someone that's, like, started off SoundCloud and started making it, you know, and then, like, they would have been on the label together and then he would have taken the wheels after Drake and everything, you know. Access to Tassian would have potential to be a face, like a huge figurehead, despite the controversy and what you really think about it. What do you think about that? I mean, I wasn't really too big of a fan of him. He did, I mean, he showed, he was all right. I mean, he never really, or like from what I've seen, because I've listened to like a couple things by him, because I knew about him since like the early SoundCloud days, and he never really stood out as like one of those people that could really like become like, you know, top of the list rappers. Like he never really seemed like he could like break into those like high end, like, you know, that caliber. You really don't think so? I don't know. I disagree. I feel like there was more potential. Because, one, he's young, too. So his style can always change over the years and everything. And, like, you can look at somebody like Lil Wayne, starting with the Carter and everything, and how it kind of switched up where he adds more rock and everything like that, you know. I'm not trying to, like, compare X and Lil Wayne, like, as potential-wise and everything. But I'm like, once you got more time ahead of you and you have more space, like, with music, like, you know, you like to sing and you rap and it's like you have a different style than no one else hears and everything. I feel like if X, X, if I... If Excess Tentacion would have stayed around just a little bit longer, I feel like there would have been more things for him to do. You know, I feel like there would have been a whole lot of things he could have done. Mm. You know, like I feel like he really could have been like, you know, selling out. Like, I don't want to say like selling out. Selling, I feel like he would have been like on Russ levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like maybe even bigger than Russ. 
to be honest, because it's just like, you know, he had a huge fandom behind him also. You know, and it was all started organically off SoundCloud anyway. Um, so it's just like, you know, it's just, just stuff like that. And they had members only um, also, which I feel like, you know, would have really helped. And which really sucks because I, like, I feel like you need groups like that. And it comes back to that group settlement. It's just like whether OVO, whether they would have worked with members only or not. Um, didn't, like, did, didn't, like, Wiz Khalifa have, like, a, have a label like Taylor Gang? Who was on Wiz Khalifa's label? I got no clue, to be honest. I remember, I remember, like, it being mentioned before, but I got no clue. Shit, man, damn. I'm even I'm thinking back at it like, wow, wow. <sighs> Can't even remember. Um, cannot even remember who was on. Like, I remember you would like shout like Taylor Gang all the time. Like, when I think about like Wiz Khalifa doing things or his associated act, something of like Mac Miller and everything like that. Um. And then it's just like, I don't know. What if Mac Miller and Wiz Khalifa could make their own label together? Like, what if they start working together and then they like, start taking other artists and everything? Because they kind of mesh well pretty well, too. Yeah. But mm, I don't know. He's eating the chicken sandwich. I'll just oh, let you know. I probably would have paired him with, like, Schoolboy Q since, like, they collaborated a lot more. Yeah, but Schoolboy Q is still a part of TDE at though at that point. So it's just like, that's what I'm saying. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Uh, although he could be like an associated act and everything, you can't really see him like get oh, deep, yeah. deep into it. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, for certain, what would be some other? So it's like that's Dreamville, that's TDE, OVO. Like if like we would probably add like XX Tentacion. I love McConan. Um, although I love McConaughey ain't really doing shit now and everything, but if they really would have like worked with even Quentin Miller, cause I know Quentin Miller still be dropping music. I mean, that kind of what happens when you get signed to OVO, like you just fade out. And that sucks, cause it shouldn't be like that, bro. Like you need, like it's cool, like Drake is hella successful and everything. But could you imagine if you would have gotten more like people outside of America too, like the like Wiz, the Kid, and everything? You know, Afrobeats is really heavy. You know, yeah, I know people like to rip on Drake for like biting off people's styles and shit, but it's like really though, like if he dead ass would have just like, like if he dead ass would have just went like, um, would have just actually organized OVO to like just work for like other artists and not just him and everything, I could see even a lot of money being made for him too. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't be just an embassy. I know he has a whole lot of money as it is and everything, and Drake is pretty much breaking all sorts of records. But how many albums do you think Drake got left? Like, really? Like, uh, I mean, personally, I, I mean, that's not even something you could really guess, estimate because, I don't know, they, they can go as far, they can go as long as they live if they wanted to. It's like, when do you think it's going to start getting old for Drake, though? Because it's like, you know, like, I feel like he's, what Drake's biggest strength is that he has a good longevity to him, or it's just like, you know, you see him at the beginning of his career, and he pretty much speaks for the heart and basically raps. He can rap about females. He can rap about being better than you, being, like, richer than you and everything. And, you know, he could really switch it up for years on and then still take up different type of styles. I know he adds more Afro beats to a lot of his stuff, which really, really refreshes a lot of stuff. A lot of his Afro beats and stuff that I really, really get drawn to. Um, but it's just like, at the same token, at the same damn token, I just feel that, you know, um, 
I just feel that I just feel that you know Drake Drake should really just I don't want to say settle down but I feel like he should be more focused on building his label at this point at this stage of his career and just killing the features and everything like J. Cole does you know J. Cole stepped away and he was like just killing features and shit you know, and that's why it just like, it made J. Cole more fresh. Cause then you got to hear him like work with Twenty One Savage. Who ever thought that Twenty One Savage and J. Cole were gonna be just like like a good like match on a song and everything. And then he's working with Lil Baby and everything, and then that's a great match and everything. You know, but it's just like it's just stuff of that nature. And so it's like, you know, I know Drake, like when he hops on a song, I know he did a song with like Twenty One Savage also. I'm trying to figure out like how long ago, like I know he dropped it. He dropped a video and everything. I forgot, but it was like it was like a damn good song and everything. I'm just like, if he just would have been focused on just really, really working with like giving artists more of a chance and everything, and to actually flourish under his label and everything, and just kind of step back, you know, I feel like that would give him more. It would like freshen him up, and the next thing you know, the next ten Drake projects wouldn't feel like, oh yeah, it's just Drake. You know what I'm saying? It would just, you know. Like, if he can work with Future and everything and, like, what a time to be alive and then that should be, like, just a smash it. Could you imagine if he had his own label and everything? Like, the Future isn't a part of a label, like, a label label. He just kind of just Future? Or what does he do? Like, Taliban Gang or Eskimo Gang? What was up? I mean, he's on a label, but, like, like, every main art, like, every artist we could probably sit and name their own label. But not every label is a collective. That's, like, the whole separate thing. So is Future even a part of a collective, or is it just no? He's not part of a collective. But he's definitely, like, signed to a label. Okay, that's cool. I wish Drake and Future could probably stay on the same collective. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. You know, maybe put Drake, Future, Exocentacion, um, The Weeknd. And just... This one, another one of those things that, like, separates, like, um, TDE and Dreamville. Yeah. Yeah, as you were saying, sorry, some people walking by. Uh, that's one of those things, because, like, uh, TDE itself is a label. That's why it's ran more so of a label. And then, like, Dreamville. Dreamville is a label, but it's also a collective, just because, like, J. Cole, he signed to Rock Nation. So he made his own collective slash label, which is Dreamville, and his signees come to own it as a collective. Yeah. But, um, and with Drake, his also is a collective slash label, but it's ran more so like a label. Like, it, I mean, it doesn't, not, well, it runs like a label. It doesn't run like a good label because it is like the label's job to promote and like encourage assignees to like produce music and like put it out there. Yeah. No, for real though. Like I know we kind of been stuck on this whole like label and collective uh, talk for a minute and everything, and I was like, I didn't think it was gonna stretch as long. I had other topics we were thinking about speaking on, but uh, I feel like this has been kind of interesting and stuff. I know that like, you're pretty much seeking out like a music degree, and exactly uh, what exactly you're getting this music degree for? Like I know you wanted to like, teach music for sense. Uh, yeah, I'm studying music education. I was thinking about teaching maybe uh. I don't know, say maybe somewhere, maybe middle school or high school level. Okay, and like what drives you to want to like teach music? Did you have like a wonderful experience like in school, like with a music teacher and you just thought like, yeah, I want to do this? Or it was like, what's your, what's your why? 
Oh, uh, I mean, music is just one of those things that's been like that I've been heavy on since like high school. It's one of those things I dove into, and uh, I know teaching is just something that I feel like I've had an affinity for because I've been told I could be a good teacher. And then I've heard like a couple teachers say the phrase, uh, "Don't teach something unless you love it." Uh, and I said, "Why not just go be a music teacher?" I feel like it's like just one of the easiest things you could do with like a music degree. Okay, and it's like you're not pretty much doing it for like for the money heavily, or you're just pretty much doing it for the love, basically, and just pretty much just living well. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I know I just want to go out and work. Cause I mean, there's like you can make good money just like teaching at a middle school, high school level. I th and depending on how that goes, I would maybe like to break off to go into like a collegiate level of like being a professor and then teaching. I can see you being like a music professor for sure. Like. I'm thinking about being like a professor when I get like my doctor's degree, maybe trying to speak into the universe for sure. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's very very cool stuff and everything. And then it's just like, you know, it's just it's good like speaking to you when it comes to all music thing because it's just like, you know, one thing I know is like you don't have aspirations to be a rapper. Do you have aspirations to be a rapper? Um, no, not necessarily. But I know it's just one of those things. Like I think about doing for fun. It's like I do sit around sometimes because uh, I know I do got to try to get back into like producing again and like trying to get that like get my feet wet in that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I know you, you pretty much I think I've heard one of your beats and everything. How many beats have you made so far? Like, I mean, I haven't even like looked since like last semester, but it's like a small handful of beats that I like I've started. I think there's like a couple like two or three that I've actually like sat down and like completed all the way through but like I think that's about it oh okay whenever you have time you need to send me them and everything at least I can keep them and everything so like uh, if I consider actually using them in the future and everything I like to actually use it because I know my cousin actually just started getting into whole uh, producing himself he just started a YouTube channel and everything I was just into some of his beats so it's just like to see that a lot of y'all are close to me and actually like doing like beats and everything because I've been getting hella beats in my email as it is and everything and then it's a whole lot but it's like I want to be able to at least have like an actual relationship with people you know but actually uh, do their beats and stuff of that nature. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's really, really cool. Um, so it's like when you're making your beats and everything, what really pretty much uh, inspires you? Like what's your sound more like? Is it more like a jazzy, like uh, what you call um, boom bop top beep or like what's it like? I mean, I haven't really gotten deep enough into it to ever like develop a certain sound or style. Cause I mean, uh, each one, that I did do, I tried to do something different with each to try to figure out what I do like and like what I can and can't do, like to see where I excel at. So it's kind of like a little bit of everything. I've been trying to like look into like all types of beats. That's wonderful. That's great that you're actually taking that chance. You know, I feel like you should probably like for instance focus on it for sure. Like I know I fell out of line with writing music. Uh, from time to time. That's one of my biggest regrets in college is not dedicating at least one day to at least writing two pages a day. By now, I'd probably have like three more rap books finished and I'll probably be on my 10th. Um, but it's just been like, it's been a whole lot. I'm really trying to get back into the business of writing music again for sure. But uh, yeah, man, like for for sure, man, you should really, really go deep into like a lot of that. I know you have a big uh, mindset in regards to music as a whole and everything, you know. Like, I know we were speaking about like labels and music 
and everything of that nature. And you know, when looking back in the past, like, how do you feel about like how worried cash money, young money was back then, and where it is now? Why not? Um, I mean, but like just time caught up to it, because I mean, like, in another ten years from now, like. Dreamville probably isn't gonna be Dreamville is gonna be as big as it was. OVO isn't gonna be as big as it like is now. TDE, like all of those are gonna end up falling out one day. Cause I mean that's just one of those things that come with time. Yeah. Like not everything lasts. Yeah. Do you feel like Rock Nation lasts for a very extensive period of time, or is it just like whatever? Uh, I mean yeah. I mean you're gonna have those few, but like I feel like those are just those. Uh, cause maybe. Oh, well, in that case, I feel like one of these will, but like, they're, none of them are like their own standalone things. Like, they're all a collective under a different label. Oh, yeah, like, Dreamville is under Rock Nation. So, I don't know if it will still last as long as like Rock Nation itself. Uh, yeah. no, I can see that for sure, man, for sure, definitely. And like I know, it's sad that even Odd Future pretty much. Do you feel like Odd Future basically like time caught up to Odd Future? Or was everybody just not like agreeing with each other, and that's what messed it up? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what it was. I mean, I just feel like they just, it just fell out. Like not all things like work out. It was probably just better for them all split up, do their own thing. It was like a big group, because Odd Future was a pretty big group of people. So, I mean, it makes sense that, like, they will all have different ideas of where they want to take things. So it makes sense that they were, like, split up. How many members is too many members for a collective for you? Um, let me see, because I feel like in a, because the thing about a collective is, like, usually in a collective, like, there's no head. And, like, that means, like, if they all want to move a certain way or do certain things, if the more people you have, the harder it is going to become to like a agreement. Cause like if you have like maybe like you know five, six, like y'all can easily talk it out. But once you get like closer to eight, ten, and double digits, it's definitely going to get easier to have a falling out. Do you feel like Wu Tang kind of had a falling out in a sense, or do you just feel like they just went on and did their own thing? And it's like I don't feel like they did their own thing because they're all still connected to this day to Wu Tang, you know? Because it's just like you know that's what they all identified with for years and years, and this stuff started in the '90s and everything. So it's just stuff like that. Uh, Wu Tang people people just got old, like that. People got old, or some people passed away. Like I feel like time got them. It wasn't really like a issue with the members. I feel like if time got you, I feel like that just adds on to just you being more successful because you actually got to outlast where it's just like, you know, you didn't just fall off, fall off, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's just like well, a few of us are going to like appreciate a tribe called Quest and everything. But I feel like Wu-Tang kind of transcends time in a sense because, like, you know, when you see that logo, you already know what it is and everything. If you are a rapid hip hop head, you know, some people just are just more into like the nowadays kind of things, you know, and, you know, they can be into whatever they're into. Um, but when I like when I think about it, it's just like, yeah, man, it's like even like in my career and everything, where I want to know like where I uh, where I'm going with in this whole music thing. Oh, it's like seven eighteen. Do you have to do anything? Uh, no. Like, uh, probably like 
four, five to like ten minutes and everything. I always leave like a ten good minutes after an hour and everything to kind of wrap everything up and like final thoughts and everything of that nature. So it's just like you know, it's just it's just stuff of that nature, you know, like when when it comes to time and uh, just music in general. Like you know, the one the the once a time where it's just where Lil Wayne was like that guy and everything, and he'd still be the goat to me. I don't know like how you can hate on Lil Wayne. Let's let's have this conversation. Do you think Lil Wayne's the goat as a pastor? Do you feel like it's just like people just he's just overrated? Uh, I mean, I've always been a really good Lil Wayne fan. Uh, he's definitely one of those people. I wouldn't say he's underappreciated, but I feel like just a lot of people didn't know because he's still good now. But like, cause that project put it out with Rich the Kid, like I feel like a lot of people didn't even give it a chance. But like, it's it's better than like you would expect it to be. Uh, but like, a lot of people weren't around in his prime, and then like a lot of people like now, especially like younger people. Like they didn't know him around his prom and they probably like didn't find out about him till like the later end of his prom. So like they they don't know like, you know, the full scale of like how big, how talented he was. I don't know. I feel like he I feel like for what it was in the Wayne year, I feel like he got a, about enough out of it as he wanted. Cause we got to steal the Wayne like pretty much pretty much growing like from the Carter and everything of five what was it five thousand degrees Fahrenheit or something like that, I think, in the early work, so hot boys. But it's just like yeah, it's just that. Like he started at such a young age and got so much done like in that time period and everything. And even now like he's still alive to pretty much enjoy like all the work he put in basically and everything and i feel like like wayne like as a lyricist i feel like he outclasses like most people as it is i know people like to put him up with like tupac and everything like oh Lil Wayne wouldn't be anything if tupac was still here like man shut up like dude tupac started in the 90s by the time it would have ended the 2010s and everything y'all would have been tired of him like why do people keep pushing that and everything eminem is like pretty much the same way where it's like you know he's been doing it for years and then like when he drops a project y'all start complaining like oh why he keeps doing it you know, I just feel like people just find all sorts of things to complain. Like, even with Tupac, I feel like he put so much work out at a young age that by the time he would have reached, like, 2010 or whatever, it would have just gotten stale. That's just, now that I look back and now I'm older now looking back at it, like, I feel like it would have gotten stale eventually. You know what I mean? And that's not trying to shit on Tupac's talent, but I feel like he would have just been focused on movies after a while, you know, like Ludacris. Like, Ludacris, you know, like, he was hot as hell, always had, like, you know, songs. You know, Ludacris was, like... That was every cookout, everything. And then it's just like once the stuff started dying down a little bit, he went into movies with the Fast and Furious and everything and stuff of that nature. So it's just like when I look back at stuff like that, I just be thinking like, man, it's like these these unfair comparisons, it's just kind of stupid to me because it's just like, you know, because even like when it comes to like Kanye West, Kanye West doing like you know, Christian rap, people be like, oh man, I want 2006, 2006 uh, Kanye West uh, out and everything. And then it's just like, you know, like you can just put it on and listen to it. Like even if he made more of the chipmunk, what's that genre that he did? Like the chipmunk, chipmunk R&B, chipmunk soul, I think, like where they use a squeaky voice. They remix the songs with the squeaky voice yeah. and the soulful. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just like uh, that's a cool genre, by the way. Like, I feel like there's more people that did so. I need to look them up because you know I feel like Kanye West did it in such a way, man. You know, it's just like yeah, man. It's just Kanye West's career is also something to review. Also, when you think about it, man. Like, because I know we're, he's reaching the zenith too. Like, we were like with Cole, Drake, Kendrick, and Kanye West and um, 
Kendrick, uh, Cole, and Kanye West, and Drake. Like, yeah, all four of them and everything. They're pretty. I feel like they're kind of reaching the end in a sense. You know, even with Jay Z too and everything. He, I feel like he might drop a project. One of the last projects he dropped it was like four, 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 right? Yeah. That was like how many years ago? That was. A, but Jay Z, he's like, because well, he's retired. But the thing about uh, being in retiring is like a weird thing in the music industry. Like he's been retired for years, but like he'll show up on a song here and there. But like I feel like four 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 is like a more of a like a surprise drop. It's not like a routinely drop thing. Yeah, I see it as like an epilogue in a sense. It's just like you know, like this is where I'm at in life right now. Do you feel like Jay Z might drop like a project or two? Uh, personally, I don't really see Jay Z dropping any unless like because he did do that. He did drop that project with Beyonce. I, I can see him doing another one of those, but I don't know if I see him doing another like solo project. But it won't be like how Nas is like doing King's Disease and everything. King's yeah. Disease 1 and 2 where it's just like, I don't know. Nas with King's Disease is so different than from 444. Because it's like he finally got like his Grammy for it. You know? Yeah. Finally, Nas got a Grammy. But it's just like, you know, all these careers are just so different when you look back at it. Because like they got so, it's not like they got old, but they got better with it too. You know? And I thought that was pretty cool as it was. And then it's just like, man. Like, you know, like, where is Drake, Kendrick, Cole, or Kanye? Where are they going to be at the next couple years? I feel like Kanye's living pretty comfortably now. Yeah. And he can pretty much transition to just focus on other things if he wanted to, like fashion and stuff like that. You know, yeah. the easy slides that made a whole lot of money and everything. And he's like a billionaire now, like, what, $2 billion or $3 billion? How much money Kanye got? I mean, I mean, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he's still, like, the richest black man, like, in America, though. He's richer than Jay-Z now, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Cause I think he took that record like a oh, it was a while ago. He like became the richest black man in America, and he was in debt like at one point. Oh, yeah, that was around like I think that was between like twenty sixteen somewhere around there. It was right when he like uh, it was around. He went in debt because he put all his money into funding uh, the like the Yeezy brand, mm -hmm. and then it came out, and he instantly got out of debt. Dang, bro, that is so crazy, man. I really need to look back at how a lot of these uh, were done and everything. Because I really hope to make a whole lot of money out of music myself and everything. I be going to spiritual guys like, hey, man, like, like how like successful can I really make with this whole music thing? Because I just dropped my first project at age 23. And I try to keep in mind that even Eminem didn't drop his first project till 26. And, like, Jay-Z didn't drop his project till 26, you know. Um, like... Two chains didn't really get like popping like that till he, he was in his thirties and stuff like that. I try to keep all that stuff in mind, bro, because it's just. Oh, I think Future Future's another one of those artists who like didn't start popping off till he was in like late twenties. Really? I believe so. Because around like he was starting getting popular, I believe he was around late twenties. Really, his late twenties? Uh, yeah, I could see that. I thought maybe it was like twenty five or twenty six or something. I don't know. Yeah, like I need to look back at that too. And it's just like, even if you did start off really young, it doesn't really guarantee that you're going to go anywhere. Because I know even Mindless Behavior, that whole group is young as hell. Yeah. And like, they didn't, what has Mindless Behavior done since then? Yeah, I mean, like, they, they broke up a long time ago. Yeah, basically. And like, what have they done as individuals? Uh, I mean, I'm, I remember seeing a couple of them try to continue their careers, but there's not really much you can do. Like, if you used to be in a group that, I mean, you would think being in a group would, like, help boost everybody. But, like, you're going to have those standalones that, like, break out on their own. <sighs> yeah, man. Like, for real, for real, for real, for real. 
and everything. And it's just like, I feel like, I don't know, when it comes to success, things, it's just, it's just different, man. Like you hear like some artists like get put on, like I know Jay-Z put Freeway on for a little bit and we haven't heard much about Freeway in like a little bit. Like he kind of went along with the early 2000s and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And it's just stuff like that, even like with Dr. Dre and everything, you know, like I remember when he first dropped The Chronic, what was he, like 22 or 23 or something like that? I don't even remember. Can you remember? But he was kind of like in the early 20s and like he, he didn't even drop a project after that till 2001. Yeah, so it's just it's just stuff like that you got to keep in mind, you know. I really don't know what type of artist I'm going to be moving forward for the next three, four years, maybe five. I don't know where I'm going to be at five years from now. Like, okay, I'm 23 now. So by the time I'll be, like, 28-ish, like, I don't know, like, where, like, how many projects I'm going to drop or how things are going to go. I haven't even performed, like, my music not one time yet. Like, I just I just dropped it. And just let it just sit on the internet. But I haven't even performed it yet. I'm trying to see like maybe like next time I could probably find some time to perform. I don't know if I should just wait till I move to Washington DC and just do the open mics over there, or should I just do some like here before I bounce? I don't even know. You know, so it's just stuff like that, you know. I think about this whole music thing that so it could it could really change between the decades and things could be different. You know, it's just like I think back to like when I started like in middle school I started writing just for laughs and everything and then all the shit I had to go through between that and all the hardships I had to deal with all the people I fell out with all the people that backstabbed me and try to like do all types of shit and everything but here I am still here still dropping a project so it's just it's just one of those things in life I think back on and I'm like man you know life was mad different for me but it, you know it is what it is Everybody's journey is different, but it's just, I just hope I can really make something with this music thing because I want to be able to take care of my peoples too and uh, stuff of that nature. So it's just like, that's just kind of how I see music. Uh, so, how do you see music as a whole, like when it comes to like your life and everything? Uh, I mean, uh, music is one of those things I came attached to because, like, uh, I remember I got really deep in like J. Cole, Kendrick in high school and like just the message behind their music and then like, because, like, anybody knows me personally now, and they know I always carry around a speaker. And that was, like, something that started in high school. And, like, it's a playlist I still use to this day of, like, just throwbacks. And, like, uh, it was like music I'll play with my friends, and we'll all, like, just listen to it, jam out. Like, we, we didn't grow up together, but these were all songs that we heard as kids. Like, music is just, like, an easy way to share experiences, like, with others. Like, it's just that, it's that language that everyone understands. And it's a good way for self-expression and everything. And like a lot of your love for music is gonna change up differently. I really hate people who who really just use it as a place for clout, you know, just for clout and just putting other people down and trying to diss and shit on other people and everything. I see I see music as a place where it's just everybody can express themselves. No one has to be threatened about anything. Nobody has to feel any type of way about anything, you know. Just keep pushing, uh, work as hard as you can, and just see uh, the fruits of whatever story you're trying to tell, let it be able to blossom and maybe you enjoy the fruits you gotta enjoy, you know. Everybody can make new, can make memories off of it. Everybody can make, uh, make. Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm just trying to close out right now. But yeah, everybody has like something to really gain from music and I just feel like something is healing, you know. So it's just like, um, do you have any like final thoughts for sure for the podcast? Uh, I mean, um, you know, I've been glad I finally got to, like, come on. I've been all been meaning to getting on for a minute, but, you know, I'm glad I got to actually, like, sit and record the episode. Sure, like, really, this is, I feel like this is a pretty good episode myself. You know, I really thank you for really hopping on, too, 
and everything. Um, that's for Joel, you know, my past roommate and everything, really chill dude and everything. You know, it's just like, you know, I was always like, I'm always worried about what type of roommate I'm going to be getting year in, year, year out and everything. Now it's like I ain't got no roommate at all. But it's like, you know, it's just like I feel like you're a really chill dude and everything. You kind of respected your space and respected my space. So I really, really appreciate you for that. Um, so, yeah, that's it for episode 31 of the Mental Threads podcast. I, I hear science out Toasty, Toasty ESV, whoever you want to call me, it don't matter. And here science out Joe Spoonie or is it just Joe? I mean, either one, Joe Spoonie, Joel. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, really cool, dude. All right, cool. We're signing out. Sew it up, sew it up. That's it for 31.